This podcast was brought to you by ENI GSA. The views and opinions expressed by any individuals during the course of these episodes are their own. They do not represent the views, opinions, or positions of Purdue University or any of its subsidiary programs or divisions. Hello, I'm Barbara. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Olivia. And, and together, together we are, are the aliens. aliens. Welcome everybody to our third episode. So before we get started, we want to introduce someone new in the team. So could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hey, hello everyone. My name is Aziz and I'm a PhD student in engineering education like the rest of the team. Um, I'm from Tunisia, so I'm also an alien and I'm excited to, to join you all and discuss about our experience. So yeah, thank you. Oh, wait. So since we have a new member, it doesn't mean we have to do our intro all over again? Yeah, that's right. So let's do it again. Hey, I'm Aziz. Hi, I'm Barbara. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Olivia. And, and together, together we are the <laughs> Hi. Sorry, guys. He's new. Let's do it again. And together, we are the aliens! All right, after these introductions, so we are going to introduce you the topic for today. Our topic today is related to the celebrations on winter. What kind of celebrations do you do in winter? So are you talking about the winter break or like the whole winter? I'm talking about all the winter. But remember that the winter is between the December 21, 22 to March 21, 22. Mm -hmm. The idea now is that you can talk, each of you, about your experience in your country, what you do in that place, in that moment of the year. Okay, because when you talk about winter, when it's winter here, December to March, it's basically summer in Brazil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for example, for Christmas, uh, we usually uh, celebrate like here, like we have the uh, dinner, mm -hmm. like uh, in 24th in the night. Mm -hmm. Like actually it's already 25th because it's midnight. Mm -hmm. So it's the dinner. And then uh, we usually... Mm -hmm. So you have dinner at midnight? Exactly. But in my family, we don't do like that. Okay. Exactly because of it. Because it's midnight, we feel it's so overwhelming. You know? <laughs> wow, that's... <laughs> because that's it's true. a lot of food, usually. Yeah. So people usually do that. I'm like talking generally. Mm -hmm. But if we talk about my family, mm -hmm. particularly, mm -hmm. we do this in um, 25th in the lunch. Uh -huh. You know? Wait, yes. wait, wait. So what do you eat the 24th? So the, no, the dinners, it, it's like the normal. It's normal, okay. you know, like uh, nothing special. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you my experience, personal experience. If I, I'm going to talk about the culture in Brazil, generally speaking, I can also say that like in Brazil, generally people 
do it like uh, during nighttime, like when it's midnight, 24th to 25th, people usually eat like it's like it's a lot of food. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you say say? I don't know here. I, I don't know. But th there's a specific name in English for this dinner that happens in Christmas. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's okay. Uh -huh. Could be Sena, the dinner, the, the yeah, special dinner. Yeah, it's a special dinner. Yeah. Yes. Oh, like have... the biblical sinner. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you have a dish that you would usually eat at the yes. this dinner? So I forgot the name of that poor animal that's <laughs> on the table. It's no. okay, just describe. The, like, it's the like food. a chicken, but it's not a ah, turkey. Ah. <laughs> it's a big chicken. <laughs> you say it's there, like, we can see, like, He's just there, spread there on the table. <laughs> and then uh, people usually eat that with a lot of other stuff. You know, it's, of course, it's just the main dish, you know. But it's not, you know, there's a lot of food going on. And, and then, because the Christmas tree is there, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of gifts, uh, you know, under the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. So it's the moment when even kids, because believe it or not, they are awake. <laughs> no. well, at this time yeah, because of the gift because there's food and there's gifts yeah, exactly the gifts. so they stay there for so <laughs> long time turkey too. <laughs> so um the christmas tree as usual i guess is the same here i guess i'm not seeing anything mm. new so far but let me tell you how it happens in my family okay so we go to sleep you know? <laughs> we don't have the special dinner 24th what we do is the special dinner in um like 25th for lunch okay because you know it's way better so you it's you eat it's turkey, you eat turkey and the lunch uh we don't like we don't care about what we are gonna eat i mean okay. of course we care but <laughs> i mean we don't care it must be turkey okay no. we are fine actually even uh what's the name chester i don't know the name here for that Thing. But anyways, it's just a bunch of food that we have. And that's interesting because I realized mm -hmm. that this date became very uh, commercial, like it's business, you know. Mm -hmm. So people badly talk about the purpose, you know, the, oh, really? yes, mm -hmm. of the day. Usually people, but it's good anyways. It's more I mean, about it's the gifts something Yeah, else. but in somehow it brings some, like, for example, in Christmas, it's very family day. So it's good. I mean, people, of course, they are like uh, <clears throat> craving for gifts, for food, mm -hmm. you know. But also I feel it's a moment that people will gather, uh, you know, family, like uh, relatives that you haven't seen for a while. Mm -hmm. Maybe you guys are like fighting with each other the whole year, but in Christmas <laughs> you try to be nice with each other. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, it can be good too, you yeah. know, so... Okay, yeah, it makes sense. What about you, Aziz? No, wait, just one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, I didn't finish. Today, today is Christmas for you. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, sorry, I forgot to say something. So, getting to the initial point when we are talking about winter, because it's in, during the winter, mm -hmm. but in Brazil it's summer. Mm. So, you know, we don't have that um, beautiful landscape, you know, Snow? So, yeah, there's snow, oh. you know, we don't have the snow. Actually, it doesn't snow at all over there. Okay. So we don't have the snow. 
So we don't have this scenario, you know. But for us, it's so beautiful. The snow oh. and the uh, Santa Claus, you know. Well, I have a question for you, Barbara. Yeah, Does Santa sure. Claus wear bikini in Brazil? <laughs> it's a good question, but he, he's a guy, right? So he's not supposed to <laughs> no, dress bikini. They, he, he uses sunga. No, no, but, but, well, but it's well, very... Well, decided that Santa Claus was a guy? That's you not know, problematic. Uh, okay, let's not go so far. To... <laughs> <clears throat> but anyways, what I want to... What I mean is that um, we you usually fake the uh, flakes and the snow, you know. Um, so because we have this image coming from outside, like U.S., from U.S., that, you know, Christmas, because of the movies, the Hollywood movies, like that one with Macaulay Culkin. I, I forgot the name in English for that. Movie. Home Alone. Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we have this image of Christmas, you know. So we bought that image. So, for example, mm-hmm. as it's summer in Brazil, and you can believe it's very hot. So when we go to the mall, for example, there's the Christmas tree and there is the, um, you know, there is the... Uh, Santa Claus there with winter clothes and there is fake snow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we fake that. We try to fit in this, you know. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just going to echo what you were saying about the uh, the cultural dimension of Christmas, but also the commercial aspect of it. Uh, In Tunisia, obviously, we don't celebrate Christmas. And when I say obviously, it's because it's a Muslim country. But we've been seeing recently in the recent years that people uh, started celebrating Christmas, not as a religious celebration, but like if you go to malls, you would see those Christmas decorations, you know, Christmas trees, those fake flakes. Is Um, it winter over there when it's Christmas? Yeah, yeah, it's winter. So you don't need fake snow? No, no, we don't have snow. I mean, it's just above the the desert. So yeah, good luck trying to find (laughs) snow there. I'm sorry for my ignorance. That's true. Oh, no, no, no. You're as much ignorant as I am about Brazil. So don't worry. (laughs) We have on time. (laughs) So yeah, that's, um, yeah. So um, those different dimensions of um, celebrations that were initially religious, but then, you know, in the context of a a globalized world where, as you were saying, you know, people are influenced by um, the mass media, the, 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 the movie culture, and they, they start to reproduce those um, those cultures in their own societies. So, so what about in China, Olivia? Um, like uh, Brazil and Tunisia, we don't usually uh, celebrate Christmas because there were a, not a lot of Christians in China, but there are some of them, but it's just not a very widely uh, popular religion. But but it's also, people are using Christmas as a commercial uh, reason in China too. Um, Shopping malls are on like a lot of uh, discounts uh, uh, during Christmas season. And yeah, so one thing that's very interesting, when I was in middle school, we, (laughs) this might sound totally ridiculous to like people in the West. We made kind of made up this tradition or made up a custom about gifting each other apples on Christmas Eve. 
Yeah, like I don't even know where this come from, but this is just a thing. So apparently, all the popular kids are gifting each other apples that's wrapped in like a hundred layers of wrapped、uh, gift papers. <laughs> as far as I know, we give apples to teachers. Oh really? Where in Brazil? Oh really? It's okay. It's not. Is that about? Yeah, but is it yeah. related to Christmas? No,、though? no, no. Oh, okay. It's just you for the teachers. What, what yeah. 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 Back in the days, you know. So, so like in China on Christmas Eve, we. Give each other apples that's wrapped in like hundreds of layers of beautiful paper, and apparently it's a thing for like several years. But, but it's just a simple apple. Yeah, because just, you know there's the candy. I don't know the name in English. No, no, no. There's the apple which yeah, it's just a, a plain, caramel caramel apple. I know、yeah. it's not even that. It's just plain apples, and because it's wrapped in so many layers, I usually so when I receive it, I just put it like on a counter. I don't ever eat it. And so,、question. yeah. So, like, just a minute. <laughs> so,、um, after after several weeks of putting it on there, when I actually unwrap it,、mm-hmm. it's, it's rotten. Oh, yeah, for sure, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your question, Barbara? I'm sorry, guys. Actually, it was just a joke, so it missed the the meaning. You know. Yeah. No problem. No problem with that. Actually, I just want to say something about. That you were talking about、uh, in Colombia, what we do during the Christmas kind of is that we have some different things. Okay, like in Brazil, we also have flakes and fake snow and that kind of things, and we have also the tree, the Christmas tree. But we also have something very interesting. We have the I don't know how to say that the el nacimiento, el pesebre, el the Is like the representation of、mm. where the baby Jesus born with、uh, Mary and、But、Joseph. With small dolls. Yeah,、How、with the small dolls. I don't、mm-hmm. know the name in English for that.、Uh, I don't know. Oh, good, good. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay. so、uh, we have that. But something that's very interesting is that nine days before Christmas,、uh, I, I don't do that. But my family and another families they do that. Other families they do that. And they pray during nine days. Every day they use to pray for、uh, the arriving of the baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. And during、uh, this is more or less not、uh, not all the day praying is just、uh, in the nights, and it's called novena. It's because never nine days, but at the same time they are used to be for eating. For eating sweets or for eating something related for food related to Christmas, and also in for the younger people,、uh, they used to use or they used to do that novena for parties. So they are doing,、uh, they, of course, they pray, but at the same time, after praying and after eating, they do a huge party. So it's kind of like nine days partying until the Christmas day. Well, wait. So what's what, what's the difference between novena and Navidad? Novena is the nine days before Navidad. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So going back to what you were saying, it's called an English crib or nativity scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the, the nativity scene.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do also in How Brazil. How do you call it in Brazil?、Um, in Portuguese, yeah. I mean, presépio. And what about in Colombia?、Uh, pesebre. Pesebre.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. In English, it's crib. Yeah, but remember that we don't have just a Christmas during. 
the winter. We have another different festivities. Because it's different. The winter there is summer here, right? Yeah, but not just because of that. I'm saying more that uh, winter is a very long term. That's a long period of time. So we have another kind of celebrity, uh, celebrations, not just uh, Christmas. Yeah, we have something like that too. The most famous Chinese Lunar New Year happens around uh, late January or early February, and it's like the biggest thing in any Chinese family. What is it called? Chinese Lunar New Year. Okay. So it's on the lunar calendar, which is basically like the New Year here, mm -hmm. but it's on another different calendar, and like the the exact date. Uh, varies from year to year, but it's like the biggest celebration and people like gather together your extended family people you haven't seen for like mm. a long while now people who you are not probably on very good terms, you try to get over your like conflicts or get over mm. your um, whatever misunderstanding you might have and you gather together and eat great food and uh, the elders give out red packets to contained with money to pocket money to younger kids. And yeah, and we eat dumplings. We uh, watch the, yeah, we watch a um, broadcasted annual celebration that invites basically every famous people in China on television oh. on that on that one ceremony to perform, to wow. sing and dance and do all kinds of, yeah, uh, comedy shows. It's just, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It sounds amazing, you know. And actually, I just want to know right now what happens in India. And for that, we want to introduce you the first capsule for this special for winter celebrations. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Rupa Javide. Uh, I'm from uh, Pune in India. It's um, the closest city to Mumbai, if you, you're probably familiar with Mumbai. So um, I did my schooling in Pune and like I've born and brought up here. I've lived here my whole life and did a bachelor's in mechanical engineering here. And then I got a, a master's um, in public policy from the Netherlands. Um, and now I'm a first year PhD student at Purdue at the School of Engineering Education. So uh, nice to meet all of you. I want to ask you if during that period of time, during December the 22 to March the 22, 21, what kind of celebrities uh, or celebrations do you have in India? How do you celebrate that? Uh, yeah, so we have like one festival in January, uh, which which could be considered like a winter celebration. So first of all, um, I mean, although like climatic conditions in India will vary, um, just because of the geographical area. So um, where I live in the state of Maharashtra um, or in the specifically in the city of Pune, um, winter is like we have warm sunny days and, and cool nights. So that's that's what winter looks like for us. And it's mostly usually only like December and January. So for us, the winter festival is the, the one in January. It's on um, 14th of January, typically almost every year. And um, it is to celebrate like the passing of the sun into um, the Capricorn sign. So that's what it celebrates. It's meant to uh, signify like 
the end of the short days and the beginning of the longer days as we move like towards spring. Um, and the festival is called Makar Sankranti in, in Marathi, which is my language. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also called like different names in different parts of the countries. And obviously like different regions uh, have their own local traditions and local customs. Uh, mainly because it's meant to be a harvest festival. So depending on the geography, what is grown there, what time it's harvested and all of those things, um, people have different customs. So I'll just share a little bit about how we celebrate it. Yeah, for sure. And so how, how do you celebrate that there in your, in Pune, isn't it Pune? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, like it's mostly, um meant to be like um gathering like a community um like i mean all celebrations in general are about like mostly about like community and food um so this festival is no different it's uh like people meet each other and share small gifts or um because it's a harvest festival they will usually share like fresh produce uh, so that that's what like so gifts not in terms of like material things but like in terms of food and um this the one specialty is that all there are a lot of sweets like different variety of sweets which are made with jaggery and sesame seeds um and we have like different kinds of like a special kind of flatbread or um something that looks like energy bars and um so just like a lot of variety of sweets uh from sesame and jaggery and then there's also you know a little bit of like craft involved um people make like make little balls of those sweets and then they hand made like handcrafted jewelry from the sweets mm -hmm. and that is typically offered like to newlyweds um for for this celebration like people who are having the festival first time after getting married um or for really young children we have a sort of like trick or treating so they are showered with all the fresh produce um, or the harvest so that's general like it's very connected to um the food and just coming together and being thankful and in Marathi we have a saying like whenever we exchange the the sweets we say bola, which means that um like have this sweet and and say sweet words so it's basically like a message to to uh, you know forget past hostilities and just be kind to each other and and that's what this festival like signifies oh, like a new delicious thing. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty yeah, pretty it's a cool. Lot of fun. Yeah. Wow. So that day you have been emptying your stomach because you are gonna eat a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I mean eat a lot of sweets. So mostly like other festivals, there's a lot of like also, you know, savory foods um in India, but for this specific festival it's mostly um a lot of sweets. Because okay. then like every time you meet someone, they will give you some sweet and then you have to give them something and you just end up eating all of that. Oh, be careful if you have diabetes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's all more like a trick or treating, but also for adults, you know, like everyone is having candy all day. Is okay. the <laughs> So drink yeah. a lot of water, maybe. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much because 
this is uh, a period of time that sometimes we don't know what's happening in other parts of the world. So it could be very nice, or it's very nice to know what's happening in parts like India, for example. I didn't know that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Well, that was interesting. Um, I, I, I really like this common point between different celebrations that, you know, food bring people together, uh, whether it's in Colombia, China, or Tunisia. Um, yeah, but you mentioned earlier, Barbara, that in January in Brazil, you have a celebration. Can you say more about it? Yeah, actually, I was going to talk a little bit about Dia dos Reis. It means it's a festival, like it happens on January 6th, and it, it's related to the Christmas. It's, when, it's like according to the uh, Christian tradition, um, it's when, you know, the newborn Jesus, um, they are like receiving uh, the visit of the three wise men. Oh. Yes. So basically people have their Christmas tree and they will wait until 6th, January 6th okay. to, you know. Um, to go to the. No, like uh, to, um, I don't know. <laughs> like they build the tree. Now they are going to harvest, like oh, cut it down. Yeah. Cut it down. Okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. So basically, it's a celebration. It's when the three wise men went to visit uh, Jesus when he was a newborn. Mm -hmm. So that's the celebration about. So people do that. And just one more thing. When I was talking about Brazil, I feel uh, I don't have, you know, like because I don't know so much about the whole Brazil because it's a lot of. Uh, different cultures over there. Sometimes the way we celebrate my state might be different from other states. I know that because my mom, she came from another state and I know that it's a little bit different. So, mm. Yeah, it, it, it's the same thing in China too. I mean, uh, generally we all celebrate the Chinese Lunar New Year, but um, I recently just learned that eating dumplings is not like a, a Chinese thing, it's a Northern Chinese thing. Oh, yeah. So like in some of the southern mm -hmm. provinces, they would eat something different. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, for some reason, I thought every Chinese would eat dumplings on uh, the New Year's Eve, but apparently not. So it's a very diverse country. But I have a question, like how big is the cultural gap or difference between northern China and southern China? Because it seems to me, based on what you said, that, you know, apparently... There's like a difference there. Yeah, there is. Um, I feel like we, okay, just take the Chinese Lunar New Year for an example. I think the celebration itself is very common. It's just little costumes that people do okay. uh, vary a little bit, such as the food are... Okay. Uh, for example, the amount of pot, the you, the common amount of pocket money the elders give out to the younger mm. kids like vary. Uh, apparently, uh, in southern states or in southern provinces, people tend to give out like smaller amounts. Oh. So yeah. it's about it's charity. 
over Christmas? It, it has to do with the Christmas? No, it's just a way for elders in the family to show love to the younger kids. So it, it just happens during the Christmas, you mean? Or no, the, the Chinese Lunar, Lunar New Year. Ah, okay, got yeah. it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting because we have a similar celebration in Tunisia, not only in Tunisia, but um, in all Muslim countries. Um, where it's called Eid, so it's not a winter celebration, but it's similar to the one you were describing, Olivia, where, um, you know, people get together and all the people would give money to the, to the kids, and it used to be so... Sacrifice? Um, uh... Well, no, that's another Eid. Because that's so we call it the big and the small Eid. So the one where they give money is called the small Eid or Eid al Fitr. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And uh, the other one where we uh, sacrifice a uh, sheep is uh -huh. called the Eid al Idha. Ah, okay. The, and is it the same day or? No, no, it's not the same. So the, <laughs> the Eid al Fitr is the celebration, is the last day of the holy month of Ramadan. So it's a whole month where Muslim people fast from sunrise to sunset. It's very difficult. <laughs> I skip it. Don't say that to anyone. <laughs> and then we celebrate the end of that um, month by uh, celebrating Eid al-Fitr. So this is where people gather, uh, they make food, and then they give money to kids. And then you become rich. And then your mom would tell you, Give me that money, I'll save it for you. And oh, then, of it's course, the same. yeah, and you'll never see that money back. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 as a kid, my mom used to do the same to me. And then at the next Chinese Lunar New Year, I would suddenly remember because uh, the elders are giving out pocket money. So I asked my mom, "Mom, where was where is the money I gave you like last year?" My mom's like, "What are you talking about?" Honey? Yeah, yeah. I know. yeah. I know. It's just if I have saved it, I would become so rich, right? Now. I know. <laughs> Same struggle, yeah, same struggle. I, I could have been rich by now. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And what about the new year? So what do you do for the new year? I mean, for for example, in Colombia, new year, we have many behaviors or many parties and many things to do, many activities. So for example, we have fireworks. I guess in many places do the same. But for example, we have some meats could be like for example going with a suitcase and running with a suitcase full of of clothes and running to the all the block all do i don't know two or three runs uh, to the block uh that's in, it means that you are going to travel for the entire next year and you have to do that at midnight but i don't know if you have that kind of things during the new year or what do you do in your year yeah, that's interesting what you said, because I feel like we have something similar in Brazil. Like there is a story that uh, for New Year's Eve, it's better if you dress like yellow, it's for money. If you mm. want the money, it's like the color of the gold. Mm. And then if you want to love for the next year, so you're going to dress, guess what? Red. But wait, in, <laughs> and, in what part of the clothes? Because in Colombia, so it's the it, underwear, it's, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I was going to get in this point. Oh, <laughs> you you spoiled. <laughs> yeah, like, especially especially for women. Uh, so it's the, how the underwear. Uh -huh. for, for women, yeah. they also say underwear. Yeah, just underwear. Underwear, mm -hmm. yeah. So we do that. Like if you okay. you wanna like, you know, uh, attract love or money, or if you just wanna peace in your life. So it's white. If you wanna what? 
peace. If oh, you peace. want, you want peace. peace. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, want... I'm sorry. Peace. I just want to make sure that we don't need like a parental advisory for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Keep and, going. Yeah. Yeah. So one more thing. One more thing is that we also have some uh, beliefs. It depends on the religion. Mm -hmm. So we have in Brazil, we have influence of um, African religions. Mm -hmm. So we have like, I don't know if in English there's a name specific for that, but Yemanja. Yemanja. Uh You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very So it's like, I can't explain so well because uh, it's not my belief. So I don't know so much about that, but I have heard because it's very popular. (laughs) So for example, you have to give... um, you have to give ofrenda. What is the name? Ofrenda. Ofrenda. Uh, yeah, it's it, like a, uh, yeah, yeah. An offer. Offer. No. Well, yes, an offer. Let me Google it. Yes. So uh, you have to give an offer to this uh, to the Yemanja. I guess it's a saint or something like that. I'm offering. sorry. Sorry. Offering. 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 Yes. Yeah. Offering. No, that was offering. the one in okay. French. <laughs> okay. Offering. Sorry, folks. That's that's how it is for international students. We <laughs> always translate. Yeah, going. we are. We always have the Google Translator. Yeah, you it's know? our best friend. Keep going. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, so uh, they have to uh, give an offering. Offering. Offer, whatever. So <laughs> to them, ah, yes. Uh, so they have to give this offer, like they have to put in the sea, in the ocean, because Yemanja mm. is the um, the queen of the sea oh. for them. So they do that. They give. Uh, now don't don't ask me what exactly they give because I think it's flowers. Okay. They, they just throw flowers in the sea mm-hmm. for Yemanja. So it depends on the belief, you know. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. So and usually for New Year's Eve, people in Brazil they are, of course, there are many people with their families, but it's more for friends. Mm-hmm. The celebration. Christmas is more for family. It's very family, you know, oriented um, celebration. But for the New Year's Eve, uh, it's more with friends. So people want to just go crazy and drink and have fun, you know. And usually we like to go to the beach and, you know, celebrate there, fireworks there, you know. So uh, usually by this time, the beach is very crowded. Yeah, it's um, it's similar in Tunisia. Um, New Year's Eve is not really a family celebration, but on the other hand, it's definitely uh, like a, um, an occasion for people and friends to get together, go out, um, get drunk. Um, that's that's mm-hmm. typical. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the same here in China. Uh, I I feel like because we have Chinese Lunar New Year, so like the the real new year is less of a uh, celebration for us. So it's mainly about spending time with friends, partying and uh, countdown towards like the new year and kiss somebody at the, when the uh, year crosses. And I also want to make a comment about the color of the underwear because we have similar costumes, costumes like in, um, in China, it's related to our Zodiac. So it's, so for me, for example, I'm born in the year of uh, mouse. And so it's like a 12 year uh, cycle. cycle. And so whenever this cycle come, whenever this year of uh, 
So why are you wearing the smells count? Yeah, I, I need to. I need to wear red underwear because. Oh wow! That's yeah. Really cool. Oh, yeah. So I, I was thinking you, about four because but, it's the mouse, but I don't know. No, I thought that I thought she was gonna say like I need to wait twelve years to change my underwear. <laughs> Well, guys, hopefully now you know our new host. <laughs> yeah, you guys can already see what we are. Yeah, you know what we are wearing. It's, he's and I'm still shy. All right, after this interesting conversation, now I want to introduce you from India to Canada, our next capsule. Uh, hi, my name is David Waller. I am a fourth year PhD student in the School of Engineering Education at Purdue University. And I'm originally from Toronto, Ontario and Canada. And uh, my, re my research interests at Purdue are related to uh, complexity theory paradigms and how we can study engineering education as a complex system and uh, understand students' experiences through that paradigm. So in terms of uh, celebrations, uh, they're, they're more like uh, winter activities that, that mm -hmm. we would participate in. Um, so I, I do a lot of snowboarding. Uh, I, I, uh, there's mount, there's mountains, uh, mm -hmm. Ontario size mountains, uh, <laughs> near Toronto that you can drive to. And I do a lot of snowboarding. I do it with my friends and family. Um, other things we do, uh, there's a lot of skating and uh, hockey, mm -hmm. uh, played in the winter. Oh. So Toronto has a nice, uh, a nice system where they uh, support a lot of outdoor rinks. So there's these outdoor ice rinks um, and it's cold enough that they stay frozen all winter long and there'll be different kinds of public activities on it. There'll be free skating. There'll be kind of pickup hockey. We call it shinny hockey. Uh, and what I like to do is usually on Saturday mornings, uh, I would go with some friends out to one of these little hockey rinks and, you know, people would show up. You throw your sticks in, they kind of throw the sticks to each side and that's your team and you just kind of play. Uh, and it's it's a great fun thing to do um, in Canada as well. Uh, we did we do a lot of uh, bob uh, tobogganing. So tobogganing is where you have a sled and you find a, a hill. Usually, uh -huh. the steeper the more fun. Usually, unless it gets too dangerous, but um, and you just ride down the hill and it's a lot of fun. That's pretty cool. Are you good for hockey? I am not a good hockey player. <laughs> uh, I did not, my parents did not put me into hockey. Um, ho it, hockey is an interesting sport. One, because it's, one, it, it tends to be very time consuming and it is an expensive sport because, you know, there's a lot of equipment and uh, paying for ice time can get expensive. So my parents didn't particularly want to put me into it. Their excuse was that they didn't want me to lose any uh, teeth and have one of those hockey player smiles without any you know, with missing teeth, but, um, but so anyways, I, I didn't, I didn't learn hockey as a kid, but when I got into high school and I started to become a little bit more independent and choose what I wanted to do, uh, I started to play. So I, I'm not great, but I, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. That's cool. 
So uh, about the winter, you told me that it's a very important part for Canadians. Uh, it's because it's very long or how are the winters there? They're much longer than they are here in Indiana. I would say, you know, uh, throw at least a few weeks to a month on either end of the, uh, of the winter season here. So it's definitely longer. Um, it gets colder. There's usually there's snow and there's, and snow stays on the ground. Um, you know, the, these days things tend, you know, with the whole, um, uh, you know, the, the lack of, of consistent weather that's a little different now but um mm -hmm. definitely when i was a kid you know it was there was always snow on the ground there was always ice um you know ice rinks to skate on and, and for long periods of time so you know you just kind of you learn to live with it but uh, you also learn to appreciate the the little winter things um, that sounds interesting but i don't know if i can be there because i'm from colombia and <laughs> i prefer another kind of weather <laughs> So the key, the key thing that I've learned coming mm -hmm. to uh, America from Canada is that, uh, you know, it's, there's one thing about, you know, being used to the cold, but it's also knowing how to dress for the cold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, Canadians still, still like to be warm and, you know, the cold still is not a fun time, but you learn to layer up properly and, and get the right clothes and, being outside can be just, you know, it can be super enjoyable. That sounds amazing. I want to go one day there. I don't know, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, David. That's all for the capsule. And I hope that you are going to have a very nice winter. Well, uh, you know what? I hope we get snow here. I really want snow. I miss snow. But uh, anyways, thanks, Christian, for having me. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I look forward to hearing the rest of the episode. Well, that was interesting. Uh, it was interesting hearing David's perspective uh, on winter celebration. I like the outdoorsy aspect. Uh, it seems to me, though, it's it's kind of similar to the U.S., though it's a little bit more chill. I mean, Canada, right? Yeah, it seems. Actually, uh, two, two in which you mean a little bit more chilly? Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm thinking that also his perspective is very interesting because he brings us the idea that celebration is not just something related to religion, but it's also related to another activities that could be related to this period of time that is very interesting. But it seems to me that canoeing is like a religion in Canada. <laughs> I just appreciate that his uh, perspective of celebrating just like regular activity that people do mm -hmm. on a regular basis instead of surrounding you with the festival like it doesn't have to be that official it doesn't have to be that much of a big deal you can like have celebrations in your daily life yeah i'm just wondering because he didn't say about the uh, like the winter games you know hockey oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, yeah, the but it's more games. about the Olympics, you know, and it's, yes. it's for the US. But, but it's about the uh, winter oh. too, yeah, right? Yeah, it yeah. happens on winter, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a winter Olympic and there's regular Olympics. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. And summer <laughs> Olympics too, right? Oh, well, we are talking about winter, so <laughs> let's not go there, you know, otherwise we will never finish. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So what do you want to say to our audience for this last part of the episode? What are your conclusions for this episode? Well, 
I would say that it's very interesting to uh, hear other perspectives about Christmas. And I have learned today that sometimes, uh, depending on the culture, it's not only about Christmas. It's about it, it actually involves many, many other stuff, like maybe we, are, we haven't thought about it. So, yes, the apples, the underwears, <laughs> you know, <laughs> things that will never connect with Christmas. So it's really, really interesting for me. What about for you? I mean, I agree about the underwear part. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, but I, I, yeah, um, I, I just, I think I just, I'm just gonna echo what Barbara said that you know, those celebrations had different dimensions. Not all of them are related to, um, you know, cultural or religious aspect. Um, but yeah, I think the challenge for all of us, as both international and, I guess, domestic students, is to to embrace all those differences and realize that you know. Um, people might be stuck in Indiana and not necessarily <laughs> like eat turkey or chicken or... Yeah, but I realized something in common, a pattern across the cultures. It all, like, it all involves food. Somehow, oh, yeah. Food know? brings food people is... together. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's speechless. You know? she, she, was just, she, was, she was eating. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just all make fun of the person who's like just uh, turn her filter off for a moment and share too much about yeah it was too much for Olivia too much about a, a certain private Chinese life. costume like during it's more year. about private life <laughs> let's all make fun of her that's no, all I have to say no, for this no, episode no, this no this this episode and this podcast and this is the president of ENEGSA talking right now. Is, is meant to be a safe space and inclusive space for everyone, right? Uh, I think we embrace our differences, uh, but also <clears throat> we're comfortable navigating those blurry lines where, you know, because of our cultural differences, um, you know, we might step into areas that are a little bit sensitive, but we think we all come here with the intention to learn from each other um, and we're open to, yeah, dealing with those um, difficult lines i want to say yeah and i feel like this winter especially because a lot of us are stuck here cannot go back to our home uh during winter break at least we have each other even though like my peers regularly make fun of me but <laughs> <laughs> still i'm well, being made fun of and i'm not alone so that's one thing i definitely want to appreciate and i really want to thank you guys for i don't know for supporting me and supporting each other uh it's really good to be a part of this community oh so kind thank you right i'm very kind unlike you <laughs> not <laughs> Not this like you. No, no, guys, you can't see that. But when she said not, unlike you, she didn't look at me. She looked at Aziz. Let's make this clear, okay? <laughs> okay, guys, very nice. So, yeah, you know that we are in this moment of the life that we are all, all of us uh, stuck here in, the, in Indiana. Well, not all of us. I'm going to be in Colombia. But yeah. Safe travels, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in that case, I hope yeah, or we coffee. hope. 
uh, I, I'm gonna try to. There's a lot of Colombian coffee here. No, but it's not so good. Ah, it's not the same? No, it's the same. The, the best one is there. Sorry. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to try. There's gonna nothing try. to be sorry about. No, no, no. That's great. No, I'm going to try <laughs> to come with some coffee here. Uh, that's great. Yeah, for you. And if you want here, who are, who, whoever who is listening, I'm sorry. Uh, the thing is that, uh, well, that you know in this moment of life that it's very unclear what's going to happen because of the COVID and that kind of things. Okay, yeah, yeah we know about the vaccine and that kind of things, but we don't know still what's going to happen. So we hope as a team that this is, of course, this is our third episode, but this is going to be the last one for this year. We hope that you're going to have a very nice Christmas if you celebrate that. If you don't celebrate that, so that you're going to have any celebration very good and you're going to be happy with your families or whoever who, who you like to be with. And a very nice new year. So the 2021 is going to be a very interesting year. I hope that is not going to be so challenged like the 2020, mm -hmm. but at least I hope that this 2020 gave you or gave you many learnings and many experiences to think about and to reflect about. So thank you. Thank you so much and see you the next year and the next episode. Bye. 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 Thank you guys. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Annie GSA.